Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this is Talking Strange. Hello, all spooky nerds, and welcome to Talking Strange, a paranormal pop culture show with the Den of Geek Network, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. As always, I'm your host, journalist, author, researcher of weird things, Aaron Sagers. You can also catch me as host on the Netflix series 28 Days Haunted, and on the Travel Channel and Discovery Plus and Max show Paranormal Caught on Camera with new episodes beginning on July 9th, and that's our sixth season that's kicking off. So this week, rather than the standard interview podcast we normally do, I wanted to share a couple of listener-submitted stories. We normally highlight those on the Small Talk mini-episodes, but this week I'm bumping them up to the main episode. I think they're worthy of main episode treatment because I got a kick out of them. I'm digging these two stories. They're both very different. One is pretty creepy, pretty spooky, and the other one is a little more lighthearted and funny. But before we get to them, just a reminder, I'm going to be at San Diego Comic-Con this July, July 21st to 25th. So if you see me out there, I'll uh, and I'm actually going to be announcing some of my panel schedule soon, but if you see me out there, I will be with the Den of Geek folks at some of their parties and then just roaming around. Please come up, say hi, nerd out with me, tell me you dig this show, and... Well, even if you don't if you don't dig this show, maybe don't tell me that. Just tell me if you dig the show. But come up and say hi nonetheless. Okay, let's get to the first story. This comes from listener Kevin Hardy, and the title is Aliens. Maybe. Early March 2012, I was awakened by the screams for help coming from my son's bedroom, Corey, age 10, and Lucas, age 4. It was about 1 o'clock in the morning. When I made it to the room, I found them standing on the bed, rambling on about a blue light and an object outside. None of what they were saying to me was making any sense. After I calmed them down, I got the full story. My son Corey said that they were lying in bed talking, joking around, unable to sleep, when they suddenly saw a blue light on the bedroom wall making a perfect circular circular shape to their left. They then said the circle sort of blew up or expanded, turning the entire room blue before everything turned bright white. It caused them to be blinded by it with a deafening ringing in their ears. My son Corey said to me that his eyes were open the entire time, but everything was blinding white, lasting for just a few seconds, yet they heard no noise at all. Corey says as soon as he could see, he jumped to the window, yelling, telling our four-year-old to stay down on the bed. Corey says he pulled the shade and looked down the sidewalk, thinking it was a prank by teenagers. That's when he says 
he saw a small disc-like craft slowly going across the street in between the post office and a church about as high as the street lights as it was in the parking lot making it was in the parking lot making a left turn to go behind the post office when it angled itself upwards then shot into the sky that's when he screamed for help i got angry i got angry with them after that and i said some things i now regret i forced them to go back to bed he brought it up the next morning but i said that's enough bs don't go around telling people this we dropped it and that was the end of it a few weeks later my wife and i was up late with Corey when we were outside his bedroom door we heard clearly someone moving around inside and then it bumped into a toy causing it to move and a loud and a loud noise on the wood floor all of our kids were sleeping in the living room that night so we opened the door right away and i didn't see anything i take out my new ipad touch fourth generation and i turn it on to take pictures thinking we may have a ghost and that's when as we stood there looking at the viewfinder together we see with our own eyes what looks like a skinny small child crouched on the floor trying to hide as we looked away from the screen and into the spot where it's at we see nothing but an empty space among the toys on the floor i run and i get my son cory to go into the room with me while my wife turns her ipod on i get back seconds later with cory and we walk inside a few feet and sit down to record what we just thought was a ghost child. We don't hear or see anything until we review the audio and photos. What's captured on the photos is exactly what we thought was a skinny ghost child. The shadowy reptile-like figures, well, I didn't see them, not at first. But on the full video, my wife loudly remarks as we are standing there that she sees these shadowy movements. Upon review of the video and audio, we notice a loud bang, like a croaking or a clicking as I take that first step inside the room. That's followed by a clear, we cannot let them know. The figure with the large head looks like it had pinchers or crab-like claws. We knew nothing of this topic until after this event. Our search has revealed that there have been numerous abduction cases with this exact type of hand or claw. We also found that our photo of the large-headed bean had some sort of bone ridges above its eyes. Surprising us, surprising to us, this is also a detail claimed by many but unknown to all of us at the time. We also found on our video, yet unseen to our eyes, a blue light bar zipping out of the room as we are about to leave the room at an angle where the wall meets the ceilings. We have moved twice since and recorded our kids in bed all night with Sony night vision camcorders. Then we upgraded to a nice DVR system with tax money, but we haven't seen anything again in our homes. All seven of us, however, cowered in a room to sleep together until just recently all because of this experience yet we still at time huddle in the living room when we whenever we feel uneasy about being alone but we can't say for sure if it's connected to anything extraterrestrial 
but it does make us wonder. Thank you, Kevin. That's really spooky, weird, reptiles, claw-like hands, something that looks like a skinny ghost child but isn't. It's a lot of things happening there. I'm trying to get the video and photos from Kevin about this because I definitely want to check these out. This is a crazy story. But it's interesting to me because there are plenty of stories where it seems like we begin with what seems like a haunting, a ghost, and then takes a corner into a weirder neighborhood and maybe it's something else entirely. So what do you think this might be? Interdimensional, inhuman entity, extraterrestrial, something else? I want to hear from you. I want to get your thoughts on this this story, Kevin's story. But let's move along. Let's jump to our second story, something a little bit lighter. This comes from Rochester, New York, storyteller and comedian Penny Sterling, who recorded the tale and sent it in with the title, The Germanic Ghosts of Swilberg. Take it away, Penny. My 150-year-old house has at least two ghosts. They only speak German, or at least that's all they speak when I'm around. I don't speak German, but it sounds Germanic, and I live in a neighborhood in Rochester called Swilberg that was settled by German immigrants, so it kind of makes sense. I never see them, only hear them, and it's always coming from a different room. I've known this since I moved in 14 years ago. Overall, it's a pretty chill relationship. I hear them talk. Sometimes it sounds urgent, sometimes it sounds like they're arguing, sometimes laughing, and sometimes it's music. A concertina or accordion, I think, and a violin, mostly. Sometimes I think I hear a piano. It's usually a pretty joyful polka-ish sound. Also, I'm not 100% certain they're ghosts. I'm wondering if it might be some sort of Dr. Whovian stretchy point in space-time that's brought our two timelines together. I wonder if, from their perspective, they think my kids and I are the ghosts, which is why they shut up when I get close. In June, just before I left for my shows in Cincinnati, I heard a bunch of bumping, thumping, scraping sounds, like you might hear when furniture is being moved. When I got back, I didn't hear them at all. I wondered if they'd moved out because they were frightened of the ghost that is me. Yesterday, I heard a concertina playing. It wasn't like the fun, expertly played music I was used to. It was bad. Beginner level bad. I'm okay with ghosts. I'm not okay with a ghost who's giving accordion lessons. I may have to move. How great is this one? This is just, it makes me laugh. Just because a ghost can play an instrument doesn't mean that they play it well. So, uh, <laughs> I like this story. It's its its funny, it's comedic, and Penny has some other stories they're going to share with us. So, once they do, I'm going to pass those along. But what do you think of Penny's story? Have any comedic ghost stories like that or something similar? And also... I love that Penny took the time to record this tale and send it in, and Penny read it really well. I want you to do the same. I encourage you to do the same with your stories. You don't have to. I'll read them for you, but I do love hearing them from you directly. I want you to share your stories about hauntings, strange encounters in the woods, unusual lights in the sky. I don't know. Have you seen a spooky reptilian ghost child? Tell me about it. I want to know about it. Any bizarre humans you've encountered that made your skin crawl? 
Send it all in, talkingstrange at denofgeek.com, and send me some guest suggestions, ask questions about the show or about me. And also, if you have more time on your hands, come join the fun on our patreon.com slash Aaron Sagers for movie watches, live streams, trivia, cocktail recipes, and more. And you can pick up school cool spooky nerd merchandise at the spooky nerd shop.com. I'm Aaron Sagers, and this has been Talking Strange. Until next time, be kind, stay spooky, and keep it weird. Talking Strange is a part of the Den of Geek Network, available wherever you listen to other podcasts. If you like what we're doing, share Talking Strange with your friends and fellow spooky nerds. And please, subscribe, rate, and leave a nice review. If you have a strange or paranormal story you would like to share with us, please email talkingstrange at denofgeek.com for a chance to have it read on a future episode. For video episodes of Talking Strange, check out twitch.tv slash denofgeektv and youtube.com slash denofgeekus. And please follow at TalkStrangePod on Twitter and at Aaron Sagers on Twitter Instagram, and Patreon for more paranormal pop culture content.